0: Hey, and welcome to Healthy Fit Life podcast. I'm your host, Paul Hanton. I'm really excited to have Sean Doty on my show because he is a true jack of all trades in the fitness industry, including being a former athlete, director of athlete performance, and of course, a personal trainer. And today we're going to be talking about some efficient ways to work out so you can accomplish your fitness goals without spending hours in the gym. But of course, before we begin, please make sure to subscribe to this show so you don't miss any future episodes. It really helps us grow, and we really appreciate it. So let's go ahead and get started today. Hey, Sean. Thanks so much for having my on the show. How are you doing today?
1: Hey, Paul. I'm doing fantastic. Excited to be on and to you know help others kind of grow in their health and fitness lifestyle.
0: Yeah, awesome. So uh, maybe you could give us a quick overview of your background and what you currently do. Yeah, so brief background is I'm, like you
1: said, kind of at the beginning a jack of all trades here. I've done about everything in terms of the fitness industry, uh, including being a college lecturer, being an Olympic you know, athlete trainer, to being a personal trainer, to being a strength conditioning coach at a university. I've done a little bit of it all um, in terms of it, but finally landed on my feet um, as the GM and owner over at Track Athletics in terms of a fitness business, trying to help adults um, achieve their healthiest lifestyle so that they can live big outside of the gym. You know, it's a wonderful tool to help us get there, but something that they don't want to be constant gym rats or live in there. Yeah. Uh, they've got <laughs> lives to live outside of this.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Not everyone wants to be a constant gym rat. And I, I'm, I'm obviously, you, you probably spent hours in the gym and I, I spend my fair share of time in the gym, but not a lot of people want to do that. So uh, how do people, so let's just kind of jump right into the topic of trying to get people uh, some tools to efficiently work out and, and, you know, minimal amount of time. So where would one start if they want to just get in the gym and they want to improve their health, but they don't have, they can't spend hours in the gym.
1: Yeah. So I think you really want to break it down into kind of, you know, specific outcomes that you're looking for. So Mm -hmm. I like, think there's three principles you want to go through when you're like starting to work into a gym. And one of those is understanding, you know, the general adaptation syndrome, which is just a Mm -hmm. fancy way of saying like, your body responds to stimulus you give it so that it can get better, right? So mm-hmm. it only responds to what you give it though, right? If you throw Tylenol on the body, it does one thing. If you throw poison in, it does another. Right. Same thing with our fitness, man. Like we throw one exercise in or a different exercise in, it's going to do something different. Um, so I think like just understanding that basics of like, yeah, your bicep curl, is not going to do your legs in, like starting to understand specificity, those sort of things of what happens with it. And the other is progressive overload. Like your body's great, but it's also really super lazy, right? Like it's going to do the bare minimum to get better. So if you don't add more to it, it's going to be like, cool. I'm good as is no Mm -hmm. need to change. (laughs) No need to adapt. You're giving me what I need. So if you never have to walk more, if your body weight never changes and the pressure on it never changes, it's going to stay the same. So you got to kind of force the direction. So I think those are two like basic big principles to understand. So you got to overload yourself over time. You got to Mm -hmm. make adaptations. And then the other side of the equation is you got to understand that what you're specifically doing is going to make the difference. And then if you want to maximize your efficiency and your time, now we got to start talking about, you know, what kind of tools are we using to do Mm -hmm. that? And so on my end of it, I always think if you're trying to maximize your time and get the most out of it probably want to start with compound movements yeah just like you wouldn't go cut down a tree with a chisel you probably Mm -hmm. take a chainsaw you want to do big compound movements that's going to get the most muscle stimulated with the most weight available to be used so that you get the most results bang for your buck time wise Mm -hmm. so these are your squats your deadlifts your presses you know the big compound movements pull-ups I think that's where you want to base the majority of your programs on these compound lifts. Now, can you throw in some calf raises, some other things? Absolutely. Sure. But it shouldn't be the basis of your program for those three days a week. You're trying to really get after it right. because again, it, it's a chisel to a tree. If you want to chop this thing down and get stuff done, take the big hammers to it and let's get after it.
0: Sure. Yeah. And I think that's, that's all great points, John, but I want to, I think one thing I hear, you maybe you've heard as well, is that sounds like you got to spend a lot of time in the gym. We talk about doing more and progressive overload and specific, specificity, right? You got to have a day for legs, a day for biceps, a day for triceps, a day for chest, right? But obviously, uh, and I see you're shaking your head. That's not the case. But how do people break that mindset of, okay, I got to, I hear more and more and more and progressive overload. That's more time, right? Or no.
1: No, I I think you can still get it all done if you think about it as total body, right? Like the squat is going to stimulate your core, Mm -hmm. so you don't have to take extra time to do abs, those sort of things. It's going to work your hamstrings, your glutes, your quads. You don't have to go over to the leg press machine to get that done. You don't have to go spend time on the curls. Like that one exercise, 10 reps, 5 reps, you know, is going to get you – a lot of it you do a couple sets of that takes you three to 10 minutes to get through that little bit is going to get vast majority of the muscle groups that you're looking for with that. Then you switch over to say an upper body thing Mm -hmm. like a a pull, you know, pull up, you're going to get mid back, you're going to get biceps, you're going to get your shoulders, you're going to engage a lot more muscle than you think, as opposed to I think people get pulled into that bodybuilding mentality, I need a day for every single thing. And to be honest. That's once you start doing like 50 sets on the same yeah. muscle group because they're really trying to build right. one thing out. If you're trying to build your whole body up using these big like movers, um, you know, you can do one big compound movement, throw in a, a stretch in between to work on your mobility or your flexibility as your recovery period time. You can get through three sets and probably eight minutes on one big move, move on to the next big move, do the same thing. Next big move. You could probably get away with 35 minutes even if you wanted to be that slow with it and get just those three big movers. Keep going. Next day you come in, same thing. It doesn't have to be this audacious, like break it down to every single component. I need 26 sets of something. If you're getting the same three moves in that day for upper body as a big compound move, lower body as a big compound move, and then you pick one of the others to double up on, maybe like a deadlift or something like that, mm-hmm. where it doubles over as both lower and upper body, all of a sudden, you've got the basis of probably 85% of your muscle groups in mm-hmm. some capacity being stimulated, as opposed to trying to just do one area, one half of your body in a given day. And if you spread them out with a day or two rest in between, at first, yeah, you're going to be sore yeah. if you're just starting <laughs> into this. but If not, you're going to have enough recovery time to keep going and getting better and better as you go through. Um, Even myself back in the day, like, you know, when I was teaching, I was teaching at two separate universities, (laughs) I was driving four hours a day in a car to get to places. I only had the time to get in an hour. I was doing four exercises, four exercises only. Mm -hmm. Right. And my stretches in between and all I did for a significant period of block was those three days a week. Mm Got so much stronger at all of them, got a lot fitter in that process during it. Now, were there areas I could have been even better? Yeah, I could have, my endurance could have probably gone up a little yeah. bit more, but from a strength standpoint, from an overall standpoint, bridging that with that kind of a schedule, I got from probably a 300 pound squat to a 450 pound squat in the course of six months. Yeah. And again, you just keep building those up over time and the body adapts to it. so I think it, the big thing is you don't have to rush into this mentality of, well, bodybuilders always seem to do this. Everyone I see on Instagram showing me how to work my shoulders in six different exercises yeah. and they gave me a workout for that. I think that's, you know, hard for the average individual to start to wrap their mind around this guy's doing seven days a week mm-hmm. of training and I, I can't make that commitment. So instead let's never train.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a Big difference between never training and seven days a week, but what, what, like, so I I agree uh, that uh, you see a lot on social media and a lot of, a lot of great advice, a lot of bad advice, you know, choose your point, take your pick. But when it comes to uh, your uh, recommendation for the amount of days someone should be training, uh, if someone's really busy and you probably try, probably train a lot of really busy clients. Uh, what would you recommend for them to to start out with? Obviously, not seven days a week, but they should be doing something, right?
1: Yeah, I would skin get away if you absolutely had to with two days a week in the gym and one day where you did maybe something at home, total body, or walking or running. Like you could pull that off theoretically and still get better. Okay. There becomes a point where. You know, you're not going to get the same returns because there's just not enough stimulus. Again, sure. uh, I can it to like Tylenol, right? It, mm-hmm. it, when you first got a headache, the first time your mom ever handed you a Tylenol, boom, that sucker was gone. You didn't yeah. feel it for a week. One Tylenol yeah. worked. Now, as adults, we're probably popping four, couple of days right. with the aches right. and the pains, and it's still not always doing the trick. And so, when you start out, if two days is all you can commit to it to start, in person at a gym for maybe an hour and then one day a week where you go for a 45 minute walk or jog Mm. or some combination of that like you can get away with it at the start Mm -hmm. eventually to continue to improve and improve on that you'd have to add the third you know day of the week but even advanced athletes can pull off three days a week of you know just lifting training and see results on their lifting side of stuff now they may have practices and other things that improve but three days is going to be more than enough for most people for the rest of their life to continue to see improvements as long as the programming is sound and they're getting enough of the same exercise, same muscle groups stimulated Mm -hmm. over time.
0: Yeah. So you you can't just bounce around doing random things, you know, two (laughs) days a week, you got to have some sort of program that, and like you said, progressive overload. Um, And I, 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 I completely agree again. I think that two days is a great, great place to start. And, for anyone listening out there, you, you don't need to go seven days a week to see results, you know, start with two and then and build on from there. Uh, but for for uh, people that are, are really busy and, you know, they really struggle with uh, just carving out time for themselves to go to the gym, uh, I, I, like we said about just finding time at home uh, as a potential workout, uh, what are some strategies that you use with your clients when they're struggling with carving out that, that time for themselves to work out? That at the gym.
1: Yeah. So I usually break it down for them because I, I think a lot of it starts at the mindset point mm-hmm. too. Cause I mean, we're all super busy, but right. again, you know, we've got to look at the the list of things. And I think a lot of times when I break it down with individuals, there's either two things. There's an Achilles heel, mm. something that they have been unwilling to do up until this point that is it is an option, but unwilling to do as in go at the 6 a.m. time frame. Because uh, they got to go to bed a little bit earlier right, before right. work, right? Something in terms of that, yep. or something in terms of, well, I've always wanted to do it on my own because it feels like a failure if I have to ask a coach to program, write something for me, do something. So like they've been unwilling to take that step, you know, to to go maybe to personal training or something yeah. because they've always been able to work out with a group or they've always been able to be an athlete on their own, and so. I, I've seen both of those things kind of come up a lot. So a lot of times mm. I work through like, where's the area that maybe we're not thinking about as like a time frame because we've just said, that's not an option. Yeah. Right? Like, let's, <laughs> let's start there. Like 5am is not going to happen for you. Uh, okay. But say work called you and told you how to fly out for something yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> you're going to do that. Right. So yeah. it is an option, but it's just not one that you want to take right now. Mm. So I usually move that. And then I usually move like, what is this about for you? Because a lot of times I think the barrier is, well, I'm giving up time with my family. I'm giving up time here. And so a lot of times we have to bring that back into, well, why are you doing this in the beginning with? Well, I want to be there for my family. I want to provide for them. Like, I don't feel great all the time. And then I always have to peel back that curtain or that onion and go, you know, like, do you feel like being a fitter version of yourself you would be able to give more to your children, give more to your spouse. And a lot of times the answer is like, I've never actually thought about it like that, like that taking maybe the hour, two days a week away from them is actually going to give them so much more on the other four days a week that I show up for like, Oh, productivity. Like I'm really focused on my career right now. I want to build, I've got to get there early. I've got to show up and be the best person of them. And then I peel back the research on like productivity. There's a 14% boost in productivity if you work out the morning before you go into work. You get 14 more percent done. Wow. So when you pull that back and you go, so I'm investing an hour in the morning to be more productive and get more done quicker. So mm. instead of being there 10 hours, right, now I'm down to getting there doing only eight hours because I showed up to the gym or I'm going to the gym at the end. But I'm going right. to get even more done because of that. And so again, it's it's finding the avenue like, Why was this your intention to begin with? Like what's missing right now out of things that we know that exercise is the thing that's going to help out. And if we know it's going to help out, then we need to make sure that we find a time, we utilize that as a tool. We don't get so consumed into, you know, oh, we're in time, not quality. And so a lot Mm -hmm. of times that's how I bring it out to people. Like you don't want to always think quantitative with this time, right? Right. If you could do more work in six hours than you could do in 10, would you rather work six hours or would you rather work 10 if you got the same amount done at work, if we can find a way to make you more productive? If the same 30 minutes with your daughters is going to be much more you engaged, rolling around, playing on the floor, because right now you come home exhausted, fatigued, and you're just sitting right. on the couch next to them watching a show, they're going to remember so much more of that time with you, playing with them, goofing off, those sort of things. If you have the energy after work to do it because you went in and worked out early, got everything done in a reasonable manner, and now got to spend more time with them in a the depth of quality versus just, I gave them two hours, mm-hmm. but you weren't able to give them what they really needed and what you wanted to give them out of it. So I usually break it down to that for them. Cause I think time is hard when you think mm-hmm. about it only as a finite 24 hours. Right when you think of the depth of what you can get it done, it makes it much more manageable.
0: Right, so you're you're spending an hour but getting something back in return, uh, which which makes and I, also uh, if you're you know if you're a parent and you're listening, setting a good example for your for your kids as well is also important too. If they see you uh, being active and, and focusing on your health, and they will also much more likely be uh, doing the same things uh, as well. I, I love how you brought up the, the five a.m. example because I think a lot of people who are who are busy professionals either work out in the morning, or more more likely is that they work out after work and usually they're they're pretty tired um, after work and they don't you know, they don't want to go. Um, and I think working out in the morning is is better, but it's it sounds easy, but it's obviously very very difficult. <laughs> to actually do that right to, to yeah. get up early and go to the gym then go to work and then come back home so how do you keep your client how do you keep people motivated uh to just stick with that uh and, and actually commit to that
1: my biggest thing when i talk to them is, is like if you have a schedule like day through sunday not you know throw it off do it monday night then on tuesday night do something different than wednesday night right. like make it so routine that like even if you're not going to the gym at 5 a.m on tuesday morning you're just doing a monday wednesday friday routine make sure that at nine o'clock you're still going to bed don't switch it up to 11 because now you're going to pay for it when you try to go to bed nine o'clock next day (laughs) and it's just gonna you're gonna unravel because you're gonna be sitting there like nine o'clock the one day like looking around maybe you grab your phone you check social media (laughs) all of a sudden it's 10 o'clock at night And you're like, man, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to run downstairs because you're so used to the 11 routine for other days of the week. So when you commit to the routine, commit to the routine. And what's what's really fun about that is then all of a sudden you find out if you get up at five or six at home, like maybe it's an annoyance for you when you finish off work to put the dishes away. The the dishwasher ran, but you're like, I just don't want to do this right now. Wake up at five and and the like or five thirty even sleep in maybe half an hour or more and start yeah. to do some of those things and all of a sudden that next night when you come home you're like wow I got all this done yeah the other the other wonderful thing and my wife knows this uh, about me is five a.m. she is not awake yet no one else <laughs> in the house the house is The house is my quiet. There's talking. There's nothing going on. I can get whatever I want done. I can read the books that I've been intending to read all week long at that 5 a.m. hour. So if you routine something you're doing it Monday, Wednesday, Friday already, then just maybe give yourself a half an hour leeway, but try to stay Mm -hmm. pretty close to that schedule because we just, we're creatures of habit. Like it becomes so monotonous. Like the easiest example of it is like, If you always snack when you're on the couch, go sit on the couch. You're not even hungry. Yeah. (laughs) Twenty minutes go by. You're gonna go walk by the pantry and try to find something. Like, oh, I'm not even hungry. Why am I doing this? Like, it's such a routine habit for you that you just start automatically doing it. Um, you know, Mm. we are the Pavlovian dog. Like, we are salivating at the the response to something. Like, it's been conditioned. We just don't know that it's been. And so, like, starting a new habit's gonna be difficult the first few weeks. Right staying motivated on it is more helpful when you see results so you got to give it a couple weeks to start seeing how you're feeling seeing how you're doing but like once you get into that it just starts to set its course and you Mm -hmm. start to see the changes and again 5 a.m regularly great even if it's not 5 a.m maybe it is that you have to force yourself the first couple times after work to go and it's going to be super difficult you're going to be exhausted like but maybe that's the routine that works for you. It's finding that that side of the equation that becomes almost like a scheduled appointment. Mm-hmm. And I think like if you have a regular scheduled meeting with your boss Fridays at four o'clock, like you're always gonna be there, you're always gonna be prepared for it. Start right. scheduling your health and wellness like it's it's a non-negotiable within your life and then build those systems in place that are like, all right, I know today I've got this. So gym clothes go out here, this gets yeah. done here, <laughs> this gets boom. Like, it's all set in place and then your life will be so much easier to just like you naturally flow to where you're supposed to go.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 exactly. I I think that uh, what you said about sticking to a routine, even on your off days. Uh, So if you, you know, we talked about just going three days, doing three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever three days you choose. But on those other days, try to build that in your routine as well of getting up in the morning and you don't have to go to the gym, but just get up in the morning or, simulate it right that way you're keeping your routine going and then you're not it's going to be a lot easier uh but we don't have too much time But i do want to go back to uh the three days a week and we i i love that approach uh but when it comes to how much time someone should be spending actually working out will be a good uh, if someone's going three days a week how much time do you think they should spend working out or in the gym or at home as a good yeah. start point
1: I think a great start point is forty five minutes to an hour. again, I would be more concerned with the quality that you put into that time versus okay, okay. The, the the quantity of it. And I think again, that comes down to like, did you do probably two to three compound moves, mm-hmm. right? for two to three sets. Did you do that? Great. If you got that in, you stretched out some stuff that was tightening up on you and you maybe hit an accessory or two, like you're gonna be fantastic. Again, yeah. thinking about it in terms of like, big movers chop down that tree for yourself make sure you're adding a little bit of weight each time like that's going to be it because like there is this again concept of like well i went to the gym for an hour but if yeah. what you did was you got on the treadmill for five ten minutes you walked
0: did and some then you,
1: yeah you did some stretching and then you looked over at like the person on the the chest press machine yeah. that you were trying to start your workout on you yeah <laughs> All right, well, I'll just, you know, I want to do a couple curls over here. Yeah. And then let me yeah. just like meander over there. Then all of a sudden you're like, I was in there for an hour. Good. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you go by three weeks and you do the same thing. And you're like, right. Yeah. Why has nothing changed? Right. <laughs> I think again, like, you if you got 35 minutes and you got those, you know, three big main movers in two to three sets and a couple accessories in 35, like, great. Like, that's going to be more than enough. It took you. You know 45 awesome if it took you up to an hour because you had to wait on a few things like that would be the extent of it but i feel like right. that's the big like depth of quality of work making sure that you're hitting that progressive overload you're hitting major compound movements that stimulate the most muscle mass can mm-hmm. use more weight like in general causing more stimulation that's going to be even better for you but probably a good starting point to get all that in 45 minutes if you're brand new to the process to make sure that you've got enough time to do correct form, got enough time to rest in between each set and that you're not just dying to like mm. rush through it and like yeah. not get what <laughs> you want out of it. So 45 minutes to an hour is probably a good time frame to think about, but getting those things in is even more important.
0: Yeah. I think that's probably a huge takeaway for everybody listening or, or want and watching is the, the aspect of quantity, not uh sorry, quality, not quantity. And even I get wrapped up around okay, time, but really I love what you said about just focusing on doing a quality workout, and not how long because you're right, people can go in the gym for an hour, but what do they actually do in, in the gym for an hour, right? Do they actually work out or do they do couple a scrolls here yeah. and there? One well, on their really phone sense. for five minutes at <laughs> a time. Right. So I love I love what you said about uh quality. Uh, versus quantity, because that is that is a game changer for a lot of people. But uh, I do want to get to your to your program, uh, track athletics. So, uh, what what is that, and and how how do you help people with, with track athletics?
1: Yeah, so track athletics is a uh, in person and some online training for uh, adults uh, struggling to, to you know kind of build that balance into their life. You know, being a busy professional, trying to achieve things in their career, um, their family life, everything like that, and so. We primarily specialize in group fitness classes, uh, again, to keep them about an hour in length so that we can get those main compound moves, accessories, some mobility, and then a little bit of conditioning we like to throw in in those classes to, to keep it spicy for everyone, make sure yeah. we <laughs> burn a little sweat out of there. I think everyone, whether or not uh, Gatorade has convinced us all that sweating is an indication that the workout was amazing, right, right. not only not always the case, but... Uh it's a good feeling of accomplishment when you bur- have yeah. burst a nice sweat on right. something. So we like to send people out with a little bit of that at the end of the workout. So um we work out of Akron, Ohio for that location. And again, we do some remote training, not much of it with um, you know, parents and, and adults that are looking to achieve in their life but need some help with their fitness out of the equation. So we do that. Uh like on a regular basis, seven days a week, so that people have the ability to get their three or four days in across the week.
0: Yeah. I think we talked offline about this, but do you have any uh, like resources for people to, to look at that can help them um, get started with, with working out like three days a week or something simple?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we have a, a seven day strength guide that we put out for people oh, that is uh it's seven days across the, the week. It's got you know, a day of walking. It's got a few days that you can choose from in terms of those main compound moves with some accessories and a couple of various conditionings. Uh, It also has some recipe guides and things in it for people looking just to get started. It's a thing that you could run for a month or two and just follow that same routine and see great results in terms of changes in maybe your body comp um, and starting to get that lean muscle mass building up and and putting a program in the foundation. Now you got to remember to do that progressive overload principle that we talked about so much today, but that's the basic premise of our seven day strength guide that I'm more than happy to include in the show notes and everything with you here.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, definitely want to include that in the show notes. I I, kinda, I remember that we, we we discussed that offline. I want to make sure that that resource gets to people because that sounds like a fantastic way for people just to get started if they have any questions if or if they don't live local to to, to Akron, Ohio. But um, Sean, thanks again for popping my show. Really appreciate it. You dropped a lot of great nuggets, and I think listeners are going to get a lot of great, a lot of good things out of this.
1: Yeah, Paul, thanks so much for having me on and giving a a platform for us to continue to talk to people and help them out with their health and fitness so that, again, as our motto is live big, you know, live in their best life, you know, outside of the gym, whatever that looks like for you, you know, for someone who's an Olympian, it looks one way for someone who's a single mom of four, it looks completely Mm -hmm. different. So giving everyone an opportunity to look into health and fitness as a way to improve their life overall, I really appreciate what your show does with that.
0: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. All right. So that wraps up today's episode and thank you very much for listening and make sure to check out Sean on the social media links in the podcast notes, which I'll provide. And if you fan of this show, please do me a huge favor and leave a, leave a review if you really enjoyed listening to this episode or any other of the past episodes. And until next episode, take care of yourselves and remember the best project ever work on is you.